thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. We have been having such a good time. I tell you what, you can't sit around the Word and everything stay the same. I, well, if you bring your faith and you bring your expectation, you know. And so we invite you, bring your faith today. Release your faith as you hear the Word taught. Hook your faith up to it. The Word tells us in Hebrews, it was talking about God's people that were delivered out of Egypt. And he said, the word that was preached unto them, that was preached unto us was also preached unto them, but it did not profit them. Listen to that. The word preached Mm -hmm. did not profit them. That's a sad situation because this is a life-changing word. This is an all-conquering word, but it didn't make a difference for them. Said because the word preached did not profit them. Why? Because they didn't mix faith with it. So the word is converted to power when we mix our faith with it. Faith converts that word into power. And uh, so thank God. Thank God for the opportunity to bring our faith. Amen. To the word. So we invite you to get your Bibles, get something you can take notes with and follow along with us because we're believing God for answers for your life, for clarity for your life. And uh, you don't want to forget what God says to you. We're expecting God to speak to you. He speaks to us through through his word, but he also speaks to us by his spirit. And so many times he'll say something to you that never came out of my mouth. And you need to take a note of that because it's a help and assist to your life. Amen. I remember um, my husband, when he went home to be with the Lord in 2013, unexpectedly, about two weeks later, um, I was standing in the hallway of my home. And uh, God quoted to me over there in Hebrews chapter 13. And it says, I will boldly say the Lord is my helper. But I like what the Amplified says. It even says it in the Amplified way. And um, this verse, this phrase of that scripture just came up. I will boldly say that the Lord is my helper. And then when that came up in my spirit and I spoke it out loud, it came up. And uh, then the Spirit of God spoke to me and says, do you know how I help you? He said, I help you by putting my word in your mouth. So if our word is not in, if his word is not in our mouth, then we're not partaking of the help. The more his word is in our mouth, the more help we receive. Amen. That's how he helps us. Many times people think that, uh, that the Lord is our helper, that people will just sit back and wait for him to do. 
He's the helper. He's not the doer of what is our part. We're the doer of our part and he will help us in our doing. Amen. God has a part, but we have a part. And an important part that we have is the flow of praise and worship. And we've been teaching on that for the last episodes. And uh, so that we can, uh, we have to be taught the place of praise and worship, the role of praise and worship, because as we do our part, then God, then we can uh, better receive uh, the part that God has for our lives. Amen. And so we've been looking at praise and worship. These two words, they flow together. You, you, praise and worship are much of the same. They're the same direction, but there's a bit of a difference in them in the sense of worship is magnifying God for who he Uh, is. His direction, your affection, your attention, his direction for his greatness, for who he is to you. But Praising is, is praising him for what he has done, uh-huh. yes. for his actions, right. for his mighty yes. deeds, Amen. for what he has provided uh-huh. for yes. us, right. for who we are in Christ yeah. and what belongs to yes. us. And yes. so you can understand that worship and praise will flow interchangeably uh-huh. many times with one another. Yes. Yes. But praising and worshiping God Amen. is our part. Amen. It's our part. Yes. He provides it. And we release our faith yes. through praise and worship. Did you know that praising and, and worshiping God is an act yes. of faith? Yes. It's one of the highest flows yes. of our faith. Why? Yes. How can that be an act of faith? Because you're dealing with the unseen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You're worshiping Amen. and praising right. someone you don't see. Right. And right. faith deals with the unseen. Yes. We've been using as a, as, a, as a starting place a statement that Brother Copeland made. Yeah. And he said this, when you pray, you lay hold of things. But when you praise, you win battles. Amen. 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 You say, well, I thought Jesus already won our victory. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. But the enemy comes to try to sway you off your victory ground. And when you praise, as Brother Copeland said, when you praise, Uh you win battles. You get on the other side of that opposition. That's opposing your victory. Amen. Amen. And so we realize that the more we praise, the more we're going to taste of the victory that is already ours. Um, God said something to Brother Norval Hayes, and this is the other part we've been constantly referring back to because we don't want to let the light of this uh, go out. We want to be stewards of this revelation that God spoke to Brother Norval Hayes. He was a precious minister, healing ministry, taught on faith, and uh, he emphasized by the Spirit of God the place of worship in the life of faith. How many of you know that you really... Uh, cannot have a bold, strong faith without being a praiser, without being a worshiper. Why? Because that's one of the primary ways we release our faith Uh is through praising and worshiping. So God spoke to Brother Norval Hayes and he said this to him. He said, my children basically love me, Mm -hmm. but they live in poverty and sickness and defeat. He said, they don't live in heaven's blessings because, Mm -hmm. then he tells the cause. Mm -hmm. Because they don't worship me enough. God doesn't mean that they don't worship him enough to earn something. We don't have to earn this from God. The blessings of God belong to us. But 
What he means in stating this, they don't worship me enough. We could say it this way. We don't worship long enough for the anointing to come into manifestation. And that anointing is what destroys the yoke. Just giving a half-hearted nod of thanking God. Praise you, Father. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father. Half-hearted, just with not even engaging our heart is not going to employ the faith that needs to be released. Amen. Amen. It's a heartfelt action. Amen. Amen. And as we take time to praise God and worship Him and really give ourselves the spiritual habit of making it part of the flow of our day. While you're driving to work, you can be worshiping, praising God. It's better than worrying about what's facing you. You ain't know that mess doesn't work. (laughs) That worry mess doesn't work. And let me tell you what, worry is a mess. (laughs) But praising and worshiping is an accurate way to live. It'll put you in the highest flow Uh because uh, you're releasing your faith. And faith brings the power of God into manifestation. So God said to Brother Norval Hayes, speak, going on, he said, you need to teach my people to worship me. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, I'm their God yeah. and they're yeah. my children. If you'll teach my children to worship me more, I will do great and mighty things Amen. for them. Amen. As we said, worship and the distinction in, my, in, in, in the way I approach praise and worship mm-hmm. is, uh, worshiping is worshiping God for who he is. It's, it is appropriate to thank God for all he's done for us, but let's not forget it's him. Healing won't be a struggle when you worship the healer. Prosperity won't be a struggle when you adore the, when you adore the provider. Amen. Amen. Victory won't be hard right. when your focus is on the victor. That's right. Amen. Amen. The flow of the victor is victory. Amen. The flow of the right. provider is prosperity. Uh-huh. Right. The flow of the healer is healing. Yes. Those are his flows, yes. but we worship him for who he is. Yes. He is the healer. He is the provider. Yes. He is the victor. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Then the flows from worshiping yeah. him right. come easy. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Amen. 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 Uh, Brother Hagen, now, Dad Hagen was uh, a spiritual father to my husband and I for, my goodness, well over 30 years. And Dad Hagen made this statement. He said, when reverence and honor are restored, mm-hmm. what's, what's he mean by that? In the, in the way the body of Christ approaches right. him. In their local churches, yeah. when there's honor and reverence. Mm-hmm. You know, when we go to church, it's not like going to any other event. No, that's right. Yes. The act of going to church and worshiping God and hearing from mm-hmm. God and getting to fellowship with God's people is the highlight yes. of our week. Amen. 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 You know, going Amen. to work, going to your job is good. God blesses you with a job. Uh, going to have fellowship with people is fine. Going to have times of recreation, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But I will say this, none of it compares That's right. to Amen. getting to get together yes. under yes. the anointing yes. of God, Amen. the word of God and worship him. Yes. 
It's a set apart time from the week. It's the highlight of my life. It's the highlight of my week to get to come together. I'm not looking for ways to get out of church. I'm looking for ways to get there. Why? Because I know in his presence, things change. In his presence, I hear answers for my life and I don't treat those times lightly. And there is an anointing that comes in a corporate setting that you won't have in a, in an individual setting. That's good. That's how God keeps his people coming together. There are certain manifestations that are reserved for the corporate setting for when the body of Christ comes together to worship him. You know, it, it, it's like this, um, maybe just an appliance that you use every day, maybe a hairdryer. Let's say a hairdryer you use every day. It has a single cord. But if you have a big piece of equipment yeah. it's, that needs power, right. you're not going to have the same size cord. You're going to have a bundle. Right, right, right. And all these wires are bundled together and the cord is thick. Yeah. The, the box that you plug into that wall right. is thicker. Why? More power. More power. Yeah. The individual life is a cord. Uh-huh. Yes. But the corporate setting of the local church is a bundle. Oh, <laughs> and you're going to have a greater degree of power flowing because of corporate faith coming together. And there are certain manifestations that will only happen in that corporate setting because of the greater degree of power flowing. That's why you don't want to neglect being in that setting. Amen. So brother Hagen, and that's why that setting is like no other event of our week. The highlight of the, of the, of the, of the week uh-huh. in the life of the believer right. is church attendance. Amen. Church attendance. Amen. Coming together uh-huh. with others who are blood-bought, yeah. who love what yes. you love, honor what yes. you honor, value what you value, yes. the Word, the, the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. Yeah. The Amen. flow of that anointing. Yes. Yes. We honor those Amen. things. Amen. So Brother Hagen said, when these things of reverence and honor are restored, and he means in the local church, and in the way the believer conducts his life. He says, there will be a restoration, look at this, and a multiplication of the miraculous power of God. Let me read it again. Dad Hagen said, when the things of reverence and honor are restored, there will be a restoration and a multiplication yes, yes, yes. of the miraculous power of God. Amen. Now that's in the life of the believer, but it's also yeah. in the local church yeah. that when we approach him with reverence uh-huh. and the way we present ourselves as part of that, the way we approach him as part of that, the way we conduct ourselves is part of that. Remember what Paul said? He wrote in one statement, said that you may know how, how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God. There's a right way to approach God, to approach the gathering together in that local church. Because it's not like any other gathering that we go to during the week. That we ought to know how to behave ourselves in the house of God. And the right way to behave is with reverence and honor and regard for God and the things of God. Amen. We can never bypass the reverence and the honor and think we're going to have a flow of the miraculous. That's right. That's why it's important that we be taught 
praise and worship mm-hmm. because yes. it is through these flows. Yes. These are some of the flows that we express our reverence and honor yes. for God. Right. We yes. praise him. We yes. worship him as an yes. act of reverence yes. and honor. Yes. Those who have great faith also have great worship lives. Yes. Great lives, uh-huh. great flows of praise yes. in their yes. life. Yes. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Um, Go with me, if you would, to John chapter 4. John chapter 4 and verse... Well, I'm going to actually back up. I'm going to go instead first to Psalm 100. Psalm chapter 100 and verse 4. You know, we know this, that because... We are blood-bought and we belong to our Father. He's our Father. We're His children. We've been purchased with a price. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost resides in us. The greater one is on the inside. So we know we are Uh God-filled. Amen. But there is also an actual location where God abides. His throne is in heaven. Is that not right? There is, and this is what is referred to in Hebrews chapter four, verse 16, come boldly to the throne. Of great. How do you, how do you come boldly to the throne? By faith. Because you can't see it. But faith is for the unseen. So come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Yes. So there's an actual location. I so the thing I so appreciate in this verse is he says come boldly to the throne, but he never tells you when to leave. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Meaning you stay as long as you choose. In his presence, mindful at that throne. Amen. You say, uh, well, what do you mean that you're there by faith? Well, do you know God gave you your imagination? Not every imagination is to be cast down. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 Verse five, casting down imaginations. Look at this, which ones? And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. If it's in agreement with the knowledge of God, don't cast it down. God gave you your imagination so that when you are approaching in faith, you can imagine yourself before his throne. You can imagine that you have an audience with the throne. And having an audience with a throne, I tell you what, what does it say in Hebrews that we just quoted? Hebrews 4 verse 16, come boldly to the throne of grace. Why? That you may obtain. That you may obtain. The the throne is the place of obtaining. When we come to the throne, there's no such thing as coming and walking away empty handed. No such thing. If we didn't obtain, we didn't arrive at the throne. We might have arrived in our feelings and in our emotions. Amen. Amen. Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain. No need goes unmet at the throne. No need. When we honor and reverence and worship and praise, 
We're, we're doing that. We're taking that approach right. with the throne in mind. Right. We're dealing with the throne yes. of all creation. Yes. <laughs> Many people would be honored to be invited to a presidential type setting in whatever country they may live in. If they were invited to a presidential type setting, I tell you what, they would be... Ah, oh, they'd be buying them some new clothes, and wouldn't they? Yeah, because they recognize it's not a common place. Amen. How much more? Our approach of reverence and honor, because this is a throne that is unending, never changes. This kingdom is unshakable. Kingdoms rise and kingdoms fall, but not God's. Not God's. And this is the throne. This is how come. We are told, uh, Paul wrote and he said, uh, praying for kings hmm. uh-huh. and for yeah. all those that are in authority yes. that we may lead a quiet and peaceable yes. life in all godliness and honesty for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior yes. who will have all men to be saved and come right. to the knowledge of the truth. Right. Yeah. Praying for kings and for all that are in authority. Amen. Sometimes we think that seems so large. Mm. What a large task. How hard to wrap your head around the largeness of that instruction. No, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Because kings, presidents, today, Uh let's just even talk about the United States. They're elected officials. They're only there as long as the election, as long as they were elected. And once their term is done, they're they're off. It's the highest office in the land, Uh presidentially in the natural, but we have a higher office. We've been raised and seated with Christ in heavenly places. There, the president's authority stems from the election Mm -hmm. and the the office he occupies. Our authority stems from the right hand of the Father. Meaning this, our authority reaches the highest office in the land because our authority is higher. If a preacher or a Christian is elected, let let me just say this. If they're elected to, if they were elected to be president, they'd have to take a step down. Uh That's right. Yeah. I'm not saying that Christians shouldn't be elected to high offices. I'm just saying the authority of the believer is so far higher. It's at the right. I tell you, come boldly to the throne. That's where, that's where our authority stems from. It's where we belong. We, we are children of the throne. We belong at the throne. We have an audience with the throne. Answers flow from the throne. No need goes unmet at the throne. We have to renew our minds to these things. I said we have to renew our minds so that we're not living in our emotions. We're not living out in our feelings. We're living with an awareness of what we've been raised to and who we are in Christ and what belongs to us in Christ. Amen. No, no wonder Dad Hagen made this statement. When reverence and honor are restored, what? In the thought life of the church, in the way we speak, in the way we deal with situations. When reverence and honor restored, there will be a restoration, but not just a restoration, but also multiplication of the miraculous power of God. When we realize we are dealing with the throne, we're not just dealing with a man-made office. We're dealing with a God-filled position. 
Amen. And it calls for our reverence. Yes. That's true. Because of the the weightiness of who and what we're dealing with. Amen. 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 And so in Psalms chapter 100 and verse 4, I told you to turn there, didn't I? Did we ever get there? I don't think so. Let's get there. It reads this, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. There is an actual location where the throne of God sits. He's telling us the proper approach to that. You don't just come any way you want. Don't come with complaint. Don't come with griping. That's not the gate. That's not the access. That will not arrive us at the throne. What will arrive us right in his presence at the throne of God? Coming to his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. See, there's an advancement. You give thanks. And as you give, then after that, you proceed further into praise. And you know where you find yourself? Right in his presence. Right at the throne where answers flow from, where needs are met. So this verse shows us the proper approach to God. Worry is not the proper approach. Complaining isn't. Griping isn't. Uh, Being in unforgiveness, that's not the flow that will arrive us at the throne. Amen. Hallelujah. Come boldly to the throne. Well, how are we going to come boldly to the throne? With First with thanksgiving, then with praise because there is no other entrance except through those flows. That's no wonder God told Brother Norval Hayes, teach my people to worship me more. Why? Because they'll come into the presence of the, they'll come up to the throne, into God's presence Mm, by by getting in that flow. Listen, we've lived in the past in the worry flow. That doesn't work. The fear flow, that doesn't work. But let me tell you what works, the praise flow. Why? That is the faith flow. That is the faith flow. Praise God. We're offered a higher flow and it's a flow. It's a flow that stems from the throne. Let's make that our flow. The flow of praise and worship. Well, we've been teaching out of this book called Worship. And uh, listen, we want you to get it. We want you to get hold of your copy because it will be a blessing to your life. You can go to DufresneMinistries.org and we will send you your copy. But not only that, we are able to be with you on Victory Channel for one reason. And that's because Brother Copeland and his ministry invited us here. And in that... KCM pays for all the airtime, not just to me, but all the programmers you see on this channel. Brother Copeland and his ministry sows that seed into us and into you. We're partners. I mean, we're partners with Kenneth Copeland Ministries because we honor that seed. And we want to be a part of that seed. But I ask you and pray about, if you're not already, pray about becoming a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries. These kinds of truths that you hear on the Victory Channel are life changing. They they affect eternity. And you can't hear these things just everywhere. And we value them by saying, I want to make sure that they continue to be heard. So you can go to kcm.org and just sign up there to become a partner. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
to watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. When we worship God, we replicate on earth the very same atmosphere of heaven. This powerful book by Nancy Dufresne teaches on how to worship and bring the atmosphere of heaven into your home and surrounding your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.